1: This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and this is the prophetic voice of our time. My dear brothers and sisters, mark your calendar for this very important event. December 31st in San Antonio, Texas at the Hilton Hotel on IH 10 for the prophetic gathering of the saints. We start at 7 p.m. It's a formal sit-down dinner. You must register for this important event, and seating is limited. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, for more information, and you can also register and pay online. And while you are at it, like us on Facebook.com slash Sons of God Ministries and Facebook.com slash Freedom Fellowship International. The Prophetic Gathering of the Saints, December 31st, is still and continues to be the biggest event of the year for this ministry. You don't want to miss it. I will continue today my teachings on the love of God because it is important for you and I. But Let me go ahead and connect my teaching today by releasing to you, our listeners, the prophetic instructions we received from God two weeks ago. I was ministering Sunday evening when the Holy Spirit interrupted and changed my entire message for that evening. I was already on the podium when the atmosphere changed and God spoke. And I will share with you some of the highlights of those prophetic instructions or messages because it is also for you. It is for the body of Christ. I would like to thank Kobe Randall for making this simple by emailing me the summary of the instruction. So thanks, Kobe. Here it is. Number one, be consistent with your walk, training, and get into discipleship. Number two, avoid offenses. God is very protective of those who obey him. He will make things right. Don't worry about it. Okay. Number three, do not wallow in regret and do not stay angry, stay depressed or offended, even for a second. Number four. There is a changing of hands concerning the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence, even within the body of Christ. It is happening now. Number five, take your post or you will get replaced. When God is speaking to us about taking our post it's not our position in the ministry. It is our calling. It is our place. It is what God has promised you. It is your position where you should be right now. God's people, many righteous men and women, are now in position, even in this city and in the state, for a great revival. Number six, trust God. Allow him to have his way. Manifestation will come in a way you do not expect because you'd never been there before. Number seven. Repent. Review your personal prophetic instruction he gave you and follow them. And be consistent until these prophecies fully manifest. Do not let go. They are from God. Number eight. Focus on the goodness of God. Repent and run to the Father God for forgiveness, even for protection, even for counseling. Do not hide from Him. Father God will make things right and good if we humble ourselves before Him. Do not make excuses. Take responsibility. Stop blaming others. Number nine, if you allow God To transform you into the image of His Son. In a short period of time, you'll be able to transform nations. Transform the lives of those around you. As God transforms your family members or your loved ones. You don't have to be concerned about them. And I'm going to share some of my personal experience with you on those. Body of Christ, we serve a loving God. We belong to Him. All he wants is for us to receive and believe him, to receive what he has for us and to become like him. Even when he rebukes us, when he disciplines us, he is motivated by love because he is love and he is so protective. Several months ago, I was having a heart to heart talk with God and I poured out my heart to him, crying repenting, and praising. I was crying for the things that I messed up and the things that I missed. I was crying for those good things that did not manifest. I was crying for the things that I don't understand. And I was repenting for those mistakes that I helped him, that I did not trust him enough to let things go. And it is just like God, He would not allow me to wallow in self-pity. He reminded me of all the good things that God blessed me with. And there are so many. There are so many. I can write books and books and books. And I will never run out of praise reports. And I ended up praising. And I ended up thanking God. You see, in those moments, and I know I'm not the only one, that when we made a mistake and we repented, it's just like we have to earn God's trust and God's love again. And said for people, yes, we have to do that, but not with God. He loved us while we were sinners so much more now. So in that period of my life, I felt like I failed myself. I failed God. And I expected God to rebuke me. I was ready for it. I was ready to really just be responsible for the repercussions. Instead, he spoke to me in a very loving and kind manner. I started crying again, but this time there were tears of joy. I was overwhelmed by his love. I can truly say that I have a special relationship with God. I have known Jesus as my Savior all my life. When I got baptized by the Holy Spirit, I soon discovered my destiny, even myself. And I discovered the love of God. I experienced the presence of God. I even tasted God. And there was no turning back for me. And it showed. It showed when I'm ministering, when I talk about the love of God. It shows because you can only give what you have. And I have that. I have that close relationship with God. And I can give it to you. The core team at Freedom Fellowship Church one night asked me to share how I got to this intimate relationship with God. So I started sharing. Surprisingly, the group did not leave until about four o'clock the following morning. And for several nights, I talked about our loving Jesus and the wonderful Father God. But in this instance, when the group stayed until four o'clock in the morning, and we're all talking about Jesus, and every time... I talk about Jesus, all of a sudden, I get energized. I don't feel tired. After everybody was gone, I always spent quiet time with God before I go to bed, reviewing the day or the event or the things that I missed. If I'm training someone, I said, what did I miss, God, so that I can make corrections. Corrections. Well, this time, God told me that he was so happy and so pleased because that night we were talking about him. And I said, Lord, you are so easy to please. How can we not talk about you? You are so wonderful. That gave me an idea. And one time I asked the Holy Spirit to help me train and prepare Whomsoever is hungry to develop their love relationship with the Lord. I started training them. And then I led a tour to Israel in 2012. And the Lord told me to have them prepare. Have the group prepared that are training, that are developing their relationship with him. And the Lord told me that he wanted to exchange marriage vows with them. And I'm supposed to officiate the wedding ceremony with Mike, my husband. So I told everybody they got so excited. They're going to be married to Jesus officially. And they bought their wedding gowns and the guys' white suits. And we were joined in by ministers from the Philippines and a couple of ministers from Wales. So those who were trained exchanged marriage vows with Jesus in Jerusalem. Oh, it was a wonderful sight. I had to fly a few days ahead of them so that I can make the preparation. And I ordered white lilies for them to carry at the altar. And I ordered a menorah so that we can use it in Jerusalem. The atmosphere was charged with the presence of the Lord. It was so wonderful, so glorious. And during the ceremony, after the ceremony, because Mike and I officiated the wedding, I said, I almost wanted, I was jealous with them because I wished that someone had thought about that and I got to be married to Jesus. But this time, my position is now different. After their marriage ceremony, Mike and I, Sons of God Ministries, then ordained them as ministers of the gospel. See, if you are in love with Jesus, you're not going to forget about him when success will come in your life. It doesn't matter whether in the ministry, whether in marriage, whether in the business or a career, it doesn't matter. If you continue that love relationship with the Lord and put him first, you will never walk away from him. You might make a mistake and stumble along the way, but in the end, you will come back to him. You will still choose him. That is why it is important that instead of preparing for the ministry, we need to prepare to minister before the Lord first and foremost. Then last year, Nicole in Jerusalem, Nicole is a young, beautiful woman, one of, uh, one of my disciples ever since she's 16 years old or 15 and a half. She's been under training. This time, I didn't know that uh, there will be a marriage ceremony. Nicole herself didn't even know that. I was preparing for a Sunday conference, a Sunday service, and a conference in Jerusalem in one of the hotels. And that Saturday night, the Lord spoke to me late and he reminded me about Nicole's seed offering on December 31st at the prophetic gathering of the saints. Nicole flew from Virginia to join us at the prophetic gathering of the saints. But we always bring offering to God, not just our tithes and offering, especially on special occasions such as the prophetic gathering of the saints. What Nicole did is, from her heart, she wrote a love letter to Jesus with her tithes. So she wrote a love letter to Jesus, committing herself to Jesus, committing her life to Jesus. And she enclosed two wedding rings in the offering and then took one and she was wearing it. And the other one, she gave it to Jesus. When I saw that in January of 2014, after the big conference, I was so touched. And I said like, oh, she chose a most wonderful thing. I was so excited for her future and for her life, because I did the same thing to Jesus, and my life has really been a blessed and a very privileged in knowing the plan of God and what God is going to do beforehand. He shared his thoughts and his plans with me. So this is now Saturday night, and I have to prepare a wedding So I have to wait until 5 o'clock in the morning, and I woke up Nicole and told her what Jesus wanted, and she said, okay. So the issue is now to find a wedding dress, and look what God did. Nancy Morgan, who is part of the team, bought a white, long, nice dress for the Israel trip. She just felt led to get that. And Cheryl had a white and silver fancy belt. And Deborah Farrell bought a shawl or a scarf at the market two days before that. So I woke up everybody at seven o'clock and informed them what God is wanting to do and for them to get ready. So the praise team, especially Joshua, had to practice the wedding march and had to have a song. Alexa Mendoza had to dance and prepared in such a short period of time. And we bought a dancing skirt for her and everybody was ready. And when Nicole was dressed, it seems as if that dress and everything else is planned several weeks ahead of time. And at 10.30 that morning, we had our ceremony. Oh, yes. And Divina had to borrow and pick some flowers at the hotel (laughs) for Nicole. And it was so anointed. It was so wonderful that it looked like we planned this for several weeks. You see how God works? He never makes mistakes my dear brothers and sisters the things that we've been through right now they're not attack from the devil it is like we have been applying the world's ways of doing things but have been spiritualizing it if we ask god and if we spend time and trust and believe him and follow the instruction he is going to take you from your present situation is going to heal your heart he's going to heal your emotion he's going to heal your physical body and he's doing it right now to many of you thank you jesus god is a loving god if you're going to give god a chance he will make you so special like he did with nicole and of course after that wedding ceremony I ordained her too, and she's now an ordained minister of the gospel. See, probably Nicole did not even think much of the commitment she made to God. I have forgotten all about it because at that time, there are so many things in my mind. I was leading a tour, and we were having a prophetic conference, and I had to release prophecies to the nation of Israel. So all of this is going on. And then when God said that, everything just came together in such great perfection. Why? God never forgets everything that you told God that comes from your heart, everything that you have given him, everything that you sang a song for him or you wore a dress specifically for him. He never forget those things. God never forgets. So, as far as I'm concerned, I have learned to be instant in season and out of season. So, several weeks ago, when I was crying before the Lord because of my failings, and I was expecting him to rebuke me, to be angry with me, for me to lose some of my privileges, Instead he loved on me. He took care of my physical body. I was not feeling too well. And you know what he did? I was so down. I was so hard on myself. And I was really hurting. He reminded me about these two wedding ceremonies that I performed for him. The Lord reminded me how happy he was when these people, the core team, profess and confess their love and devotion to Jesus. And God told me and reassured me that he still has a need for me here on earth, that I need to teach his people to love him. As soon as I heard this, I stopped crying and I started praising him. I claimed my healing. I prophesied to my physical bodies. I profess and confess that he is my first love. I will always choose him. At the end of the day, God knows that I will be on his side. So I took a long drive out in the country. And resolved in my heart that I will please him. That I will focus on him. And yes, I will teach his people to love him. So, here I am. And you know what? I also led the group. There were two groups that were celebrating the Feast of Ingathering. Or the New Year's Eve in the Jewish calendar. And Rosh Hashanah, which is October 1st, the Feast of Ingathering. And what we did is we lit the menorah at about 1130. And I explained to the group in San Antonio that the lighting of the menorah represents that we will celebrate the goodness of our God And we'll focus on him at this required feast by lighting the menorah. And at 12 midnight, we put out the light, and at 12.01, we lit it up again. The symbolism of that was explained to the group, because I, for one, personally, I committed myself that The end of the year, I brought closure to everything, my failings, my blessings, my positions. I put closure to all of them. And when we lit the menorah on 1201, October 1st, Rosh Hashanah, we started anew with Jesus Christ being front and center again. And it was wonderful for me. I changed. My heart is different. My outlook is different. And my physical body is now catching up with what is going on inside of me. In my heart, in my spirit, in my mind. And you are too. See, I am a mother of three. And I do my best to secure my children's future. Even when they disobey me, when I'm angry with them, I will never hurt them or punish them to the point of pain and suffering. Because why? I love them. I want them to be restored as soon as possible. And when I discipline them, the moment they make the necessary correction, or the moment they ask for my forgiveness, I always find a way out to cut short their discipline. I don't and I never think or plan to make things difficult for my children. Where did I get that? Where do you get that? As a loving father, as a loving person from our loving father we were created in his image so don't run away from him run to him and ask for forgiveness take responsibility like the prodigal son in the bible and god will restore you his plan for you is not to harm you but to give you hope and a future in accordance to jeremiah 29:11 and i'm running out of time God loves you, but of Christ. And join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off i 10 The service starts at 1030 in the morning and at 7 in the evening. We also hold Wednesday services at 7 p.m. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time.
0: Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today.